Hello and welcome to Navigating Nursing. I am your host, Laura Whitehead, a registered adult nurse, a critical care nurse, qualified lecturer and fellow of the Higher Education Academy. And I would like to welcome Emma Senyard, who is the Deputy Director of Nursing Substantially at Newham University Hospital since March and previously was the Associate Director of Nursing for Surgery at the Royal London Hospital. Hello Emma and thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you Laura. So you you qualified in 1987 in Edinburgh and after you qualified as a nurse you went on to do a BSc in communications and cultural studies. Was this something that you were always interested in and knew you were going to do after your nursing training? Well I I trained in in the old system of nursing which was a certificate so I did a three-year college-based training in Edinburgh And at the time, it was becoming very evident that you'd need to do a degree or at least a diploma level course. So I decided to do um, my BSc is had a sociology component to it. So I decided to go to university full time. And that was after I'd I'd gained general experience in um, medicine and surgery and neurosciences and then took the decision to go to university full time to have the university experience, but also just um, with my nursing career to make sure I was at degree level. Um, and you you started off your first job at acute medicine and have then gone on to do various different roles in general surgery, intensive care, neurosciences, you've been a site manager, and then your most recent posts. Did you always know that critical care and kind of acute medicine was an area that you were interested in? I actually don't think so. So I think my career's not been something I have planned to the letter I've always made decisions based on what felt right and what I was interested in at the time. I think my idea was at first, when I first qualified, was to get a good basis of medicine. And then I went into surgery, then neurosciences. And it was while I was in neurosciences, we had more acute, probably level two, as you would describe now, patients. And that made me interested in the more acutely unwell care of patients so it was from there I really got interested in intensive care and I spent 17 years in intensive care clinically so I think that gave me a good grounding so I'm not sure when I qualified I'd have known I'd have ended up there but it kind of happened really naturally. And have you had a favourite job out of all of the roles that you've done? I absolutely have it was at the Royal London Hospital intensive care unit Uh, worked there for a very long time Um, I started as a band five, uh, then did my course, uh, became a band six and then a band seven. And then ultimately was their senior nurse and associate director of nursing. So it was definitely being attached to the Royal London Intensive Care Unit, who had, which had trauma and neurosciences. So it, it, it actually did. Um, it was the specialties that I was interested in. So I loved it there, made loads of friends. And it's been, you know, really, really amazing place that I've worked. So definitely there. And what made you apply for the associate director of nursing for surgery role? I think at the time I moved in, I was the senior nurse um, across sites because there was a group model at Bart's Health at the time. And I was senior nurse for intensive care for the Royal London, Whips Cross and Newham. And there was a number of restructures and I had a very good director of nursing at Newham when I was senior nurse. And she really encouraged me to go on to the next level because as associate director of nursing and it was a job opportunity came up in 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 surgery at the Royal London, which covered critical care theatres and and surgical wards, as well as as latterly dentistry as well. So 
I felt I had the clinical skill set to go for that job being an intensive care nurse and he supported I got a lot of support and applied for the job and was successfully appointed into it. Can you just outline your role being the Associate Director of Nursing for Surgery? Well it's a very much a leadership role so the surgical division at the Royal London has a, around a thousand nurses in it in total so it's a almost the size of a small hospital and it's very much a senior leadership role so to set the tone of nursing to make sure that we are compliant in key performance indicators the governance position recruitment and retention all of that kind of thing and it's also to really role model and lead senior nurses and matrons and down to the clinical areas to make sure that nursing both is developed has a voice and is also a more agile and looking at what we need to do in terms of creative thinking and any roles that we need to put in. So it's very much a kind of strategic stroke leadership role. Um, it was brilliant, actually, and, and it allowed me to be as visible as I possibly could be clinically. I was certainly out in the clinical areas every week. Yeah, and it was... And I think it was that's- so I think that's something that nurses, like having worked at the Royal London's of band five and a band six, that's something I think that the nurses working clinically really appreciate is seeing kind of senior people and also knowing that that you're approachable, that you're there, not just kind of a name on an email or a poster or something. Oh, that, that's really nice of you to say, but I, it was an absolute priority. I don't think you can be a good leader if you sit in an office all day. You have to be out there. And that was very much role modelled to me by um, the leadership team at Bart's Health, both the director of nursing at the London CEO and ultimately the chief nurse and CEO at Bart's Health, both all of whom um, are very visible out there. So, yeah, I enjoy it as well. It's it's lovely. The role has changed quite a lot since March, since this March 2020, as I'm sure lots of people's jobs have changed massively with COVID. Can you just outline what your your kind of current role is within the organisation? Yeah, just a, just a brief. So I, I was appointed Deputy Director of Nursing at Newham Hospital and I started that in August 2019 and was just starting to settle into that role when um, the COVID pandemic hit. And because I'm a critical care nurse by background and that I had been Associate Director of Nursing at the Royal London, I was, at, I was redeployed back over to the Royal London to lead the COVID response and critical care expansion at the hospital um, just so we we could do it at pace so I was moved back over from March into what was a very very live uh, situation Um, the expansion was fast and furious as in the first uh, wave of Covid obviously hospital admissions to ITU were you know were were rapid so we ended up um, doing a number of things or I ended up doing a number of things one was to, to expand critical care so in the first instance we were expanding into recovery areas uh, into um, paediatric recovery areas into renal HDU high dependency unit um, so we did that but in conjunction um, there was two floors that were not kitted out at the top of the hospital on the 14th and 15th floors And it was agreed um, that a large 176 bedded intensive care unit would be built at pace within five weeks to expand for COVID. Can you think how long everything normally takes? That's it's amazing, isn't it? That something on that scale can happen that quickly. Yeah, and it was and it was it was fast and furious, but. Uh, the project was delivered on time so I was very much part of that project in conjunction with 
um, devising or supporting devising where we would expand to next in critical care. But the other major thing I was I was involved in in the first wave was the well-being of the staff on the intensive care unit because there were 270 nurses and AHPs redeployed into critical care, all of whom needed to be trained, all of whom needed to be inducted, many of whom had never been in an intensive care unit before, never mind um, work in one and that that was a huge challenge and that was a huge priority during that that time as well and you've kind of briefly mentioned but what challenges have you faced within this role I think in the first wave was the uncertainty and the fact that it felt like it was snapping at our heels all the time it was I remember um, Nicola Rodkin who is the deputy associate director of nursing now and myself and one of the matrons were setting up paediatric recovery room on a Friday night at 8.30, just so yes. we'd have beds for over the weekend. So it felt enormously, it was like a tsunami. Mm. Um, uh, the pace of admissions were, were eye-watering, actually. It was unlike anything else, any of, anything any of us have ever experienced before. And have you got any advice for anyone that wants to apply for a leadership role or move into kind of more of a leadership area? I mean, I think the main thing about leadership is, I mean, certainly for me, I've got a collaborative leadership approach. I think you have to know and trust and support your team. I'm very much a team player. And I think um, there's leadership decisions that have to be made that aren't popular. But I think if you've got a good trusting team around you, anything is possible. Um, so I think um, for anybody applying for a leadership post you don't have to be all things to all people what you have to do is have the skill and um, motivation and communication to make sure that you enhance all of the skills within uh, your areas and outside just to make sure you can deliver what's required properly you can't be all things to all people as a leader and have you got any advice for any newly qualified at the moment or any student nurses so student nurses, definitely newly qualified students um, and nurses. Um, I would absolutely say you can't don't over plan your career. That's what I would say. I think it, you can't beat getting a, a good, solid grounding in the more general specialties first before you specialise into whatever you you choose to do. I think that's really important because it gives you the confidence and just also the ability to to work you know get used to being in the job in a general area and that will give you um, a lot of a, a good sound basis for going into any specialty that you want to do and also going up up the chain just just do what's right you there's plenty of time in your career um to 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 move up the ladder and just do it when you're ready i think i've got a lot of students that yeah, that have a really clear plan. And they're like, I'm going to do this for six months and then I'm going to go here for a year and then I'm going to be a band six by the time I've been qualified for a year or 18 months. And you just think, yeah, you're right. By being so prescriptive or being so set in what you want to be, there's not that kind of fluid or movement. And I think as well, the being in a rush all the time can then mean that you don't have that grounding. And I think confidence, particularly when you, when you move into like the band six and band seven roles is really key. I absolutely couldn't agree more. And I think I think some people like to work to goals and that's fine. I, I do that to a degree. But I think if I'd come out of my training and you'd spoken to me, however many years ago, 37 years ago or something frightening, um, um, I would have said um, I would like to go into palliative care. And actually, in reality, 
having moved through my career and and traveled and done all of all, all of the things that that I wanted to do um I went into something completely different which is you know intensive care so I think just an open-minded, but have an idea of what you're interested in. But I think your interests can really change. And I think as well, for me, knowing that I'd done two years before I moved to ITU gave me the confidence, kind of oh, in my yeah. own nursing ability. Before, I remember walking into the Royal London and there was a, a, a neuro patient with a, you know, an EVD and an ICP. And I was walking yeah. in and going, what have I signed up for? <laughs> I've got absolutely no idea what any of that is supposed to do during my induction it's right we worked it out it's okay um, <laughs> um yeah I remember being really overwhelmed and being like but I don't know anything and I'm ringing my mum and she's like but you're a nurse she's like you know how to do the nursing you just don't know how to do that part of the nursing so I think it's quite easy to become overwhelmed in an area like that I absolutely agree and that's why it's important to get a grounding um so somebody I know went directly from nurse training into a health visiting type role mm -hmm. and is now wanting to move back into a hospital because she doesn't have the experience, you know, or the seniority or, or just, you know, to, to do that role. So I think it is really important. It might not be, you know, what you're kind of thinking of doing, but I think it is really important to get a grounding, as you say, because moving into a specialty, whether it be theatres, A&E, critical care, you know, any specialty is going to be overwhelming, but having the basic grounding is is enormously helpful. And as well, I think having an awareness of, like, say, health visiting, having an awareness of the acute hospital kind of inpatient environment first, then means when you do go for like a band six or a band seven or more of kind of a leadership role, you know how that service fits in with like the rest of health services and social care as a whole, rather than just yeah. being focused on your kind of little area. Yeah, and no, I completely agree. I, 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 yeah, I can't emphasise that enough. And also, um, if possible, certainly we started this when I was Associate Director of Nursing for uh, Surgery at the Royal London, is we started a rotation programme for newly qualified stroke nurses qualified less than a year within surgery. So the idea was they started off in a, in a kind of mo more low acuity surgical ward, then moved up to a higher acuity surgical ward, then had a choice of intensive care or a role in theatres or recovery room, just to kind of give a broad experience that was planned and managed um, with support of a practice development team. Um, so that was good. And we've just started another one uh, for ED, neurosciences and critical care, because I think that just wow. allows people a supportive learning environment to, um, you know, to, to, get, to get some good grounding and some good skills. And so if you're unsure of what area you want to go into you come out and you might have a, a rough idea of kind of medical or surgery but not sure exactly what job you actually want to apply to or what ward you want to apply for I think things like the rotation just give you that flexibility as well yeah absolutely absolutely I think they're really good it's quite a big monumental week for you I was going to say where do you see your career going but you're you're about to retire at the end of this week <laughs> so I am Final about countdown. to I, I think retire in inverted commas. Commas. Um, oh, yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I've hit the ripe old age of 55 and I want to, a new direction. So what I've made the decision is to pull my NHS pension and um, and actually do other things. So I've already got a day a week as director of education at the so Royal London. So you haven't London. even gone yet. And you've already so got I'm not even week. gone yet and I'm back. <laughs> so that's, that's going to be a day a week, which I'm really excited about because there's a lot to do from, from a nursing and AHP perspective. And the other thing I'm doing is I'm training to be a coach with the Institute of Leadership and Management. So um, 
and to hopefully coach people in, in, in their career stroke leadership. So that's what I'm doing as well. So I'm and not going to stop. <laughs> oh, you're, not, you're not going to be a lady who lunches just yet? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, certainly not. <laughs> um, and is coaching something you've always been interested in? I suppose mentorship and teaching is something I've always been interested in. So mentoring people, I still have a mentee that I've been mentoring for many, many years and has always felt um, that part of a key role within any nursing role and certainly in leadership is to be a good mentor to, to those um, in your team and, uh, and, and wider. I don't think it's something I ever really thought I would be a coach I mean because coaching is different from mentorship but I think what I had is I've had intensive coaching um, to support me through Covid so to be able to go to a quiet space and talk through decisions and talk through experiences and everything has been really beneficial and actually it's from there that I made the decision to to, to pursue it as an area that I'd like to work in. Thank you so much for joining me today Emma, thank you for answering all of my questions, it's been lovely to talk to you and, and good luck, good luck with your, new, with your new roles. Lovely, thanks Laura, thanks very much for having me as well, it's been really good. 